Hi, I'm Harjot. And I'm Max. This is our podcast. Have you been crying? Lower. Have you been crying? Lower. <laughs> Have you been crying? I'm going to need you to use your diaphragm lower. Have you been crying? It hurts. Hey, Max. What's up? Hey, Harjot. Nice to hear from you. <laughs> How was your week? So far, so good. I know we are, uh, because of me, about an hour late to uh, record, at least. You're, you're so late. I was I was, pissed. <laughs> I was auditioning other co-hosts in my mind. <laughs> Who would it be? Um, Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same, same, same energy. S- same energy. I feel like it's a good compliment to my personality. So Danny DeVito, final answer. Mm-hmm. I'm locking it in. <laughs> okay. My week was kind of, honestly, it was kind of shitty. Yeah, I hit a bit oh, of a no. lo- low point midweek. It has a lot to do with work, but also just there's so many things mm-hmm. going on and so many things that have been going on over the last couple of months that like the heaviness is just sort of compounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just having to sift through some of that. But you know what? I feel like it's going to get better anytime soon. And I don't want to dwell. I try to look at everything as a challenge. So keep it pushing, girl. Mm. So my therapist said this really interesting thing. She said that the whole culture of positivity is a lot of bullshit and that it actually keeps people from actually being happy because you think when you do hit a slump that there's something wrong with you. So I've also been feeling kind of like heavy Mm -hmm. and like just exhausted and I just want to take a nap. And when somebody asks me like, can you do your laundry? I will lose it. It's interesting. So I agree with you about the whole, I feel like there is a culture that's very obsessed with the law of attraction Mm -hmm. and being super positive. And I, I was listening to a really good TED talk and I'll just try to summarize it here. The speaker was talking about how if we try to move in the direction of trying to be super optimistic when we're going through trials and tribulations, it sort of does a disservice to the emotions that you're feeling and you're basically telling yourself like if you feel bad or if you feel angry depressed push it down suppress it and just Mm. pave over it with very positive bright emotion and you'll get everything that you want it's thwarting self-development right because you need to be aware of those feelings allow them to express themselves so that energy doesn't pervert and turn into something completely destructive to you 100 Mm percent personally i have really bad coping mechanisms that i kind of fall back on and it's because you know you're being told to no no you should feel better so i try to do things to make me feel better whether that's like drinking or that's like eating or doing like you know zoning out into like a lot of netflix or you know going (laughs) into some marijuana or whatever it's just like halo top and keeping up with the kardashians (laughs) (laughs) that's your choice substance well yeah no you know what let's keep it real sometimes things are shitty right now i'm tired i'm an hour late and i haven't eaten dinner i'm hungry i'm gonna eat after this too luckily i was working from home today and it's just Mm. really shitty outside too so i think part of what's affecting me is also the weather little things add up my battery is at 1% and I'm just trying to fucking charge it. Yeah. I actually use the same analogy that I was like constantly at like a 20% and just like trying to survive. <laughs> you just really need to just plug in for like, you know, a day or two and there's no time. <laughs> so you're always like unplugging at like 17% and you're just like running to the next thing. I feel that. Lastly, how's the dog? Uh, he's okay. 
<laughs> he's actually at my parents right now. Um, I asked my mom to feel the lump. She didn't feel it when he first got there. I don't know. Wouldn't have, that have been your first interest, Rita, to like freaking feel the, the lump? Call her out. <laughs> I know. Say her name. And then so I said, well, when the last time I felt it, it was like a small egg. So then she felt it and she's like, yeah, it feels like a small egg. But now we don't know. Is it a Cadbury cream egg? Is it <laughs> what, is, what kind of size egg is a lady? So she's going to drop him off. Um, I'm going to hope that the antibiotics have done their thing and shrunk it to, yeah, Cadbury. <laughs> we'll see. Delicious? <laughs> Question mark? Candy coated. <laughs> Candy coated. Yeah. So I wanted to tell you a story that is embarrassing for me, but, um, well, actually it was embarrassing for me at the time. You're like, you're going to learn a life lesson through this. So come along on this journey. I'm like, shut up. Tell me the story. This is woven into my shame complex. Okay. It's essentially a story of embarrassment and, you know, hopefully it makes you feel better or whoever is listening to the story feel better. So here it goes. Um, so I went on an interview like around 10 years ago. Like wow. This is when I was like starting my career. Baby. Mm. So, that young thing walks into an office. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. <laughs> I, I went in for this interview and, you know, like I was still fresh meat, learning the ropes of how to interview. Background for people listening who might not be in our industry. I'm essentially like a designer. Um, so what I do is uh, design for digital interfaces. I was in that interview. And the guy interviewing me, you know, we went through a bunch of questions and I thought I was doing pretty well, kind of fresh out of school. They don't expect you to have like a, a wealth of um, experience. Um, so I feel like it went pretty well. It was, he had questions, yeah. I had answers. Had answers. So then Good. towards the end of the interview, he asked me this question. Mm. He's like, so how are your whiteboarding skills? Now, do you know what a whiteboard is, Maxine? Yes. Okay. Like like the physical whiteboard? Or are you talking about like is there a uh... physical whiteboard? Got it. Like okay. with dry dry erase marker. I you... know what it is. You don't have to describe it. Got you, it. You do do it a lot. Just for anybody listening to the pod that like maybe works in I, I like I don't know food and hospitality who couldn't care less what a whiteboard is. Okay, like a blackboard but white with marker instead of chalk. He asked me. He's like, so what are your whiteboarding skills like? And I'm immediately in my head. I was I was stricken with panic, and I was just like, in that moment when he said whiteboarding, I was like, okay, 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 whiteboarding. I feel like that's maybe it's a combination of whitewater rafting or oh, paddleboarding. No. That's exactly that's exactly where my mind went. So it was like, oh fuck, fuck, fuck. And what I had learned from like you know through like school or career counselors okay. about like going on interviews was just that like make it till you, you make it. Yeah, you never want to you never want to shut down like an interview question with like mm. a no, I don't know what you're saying or right. or I no, I don't do that. You want to I was taught that you should reach answer for the like question the question or something. Yeah, reach okay. for the closest tangential answer the answer that you can give so you're not like thwarting the the question, right? Or turning it down. So in my mind I was like I was like okay, well, it's probably some sort of a, like a, a water sport activity, so just okay. like you know tell him that you know it's something that interests you but you haven't done it. So this is what came out of my mouth. My answer, based on what I deduced in my mind, was, you know, I I personally haven't gone, but I've had friends that have gone, and they seem to really enjoy it. Oh my god! (laughs) That's literally what I said. 
Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Like, what was uh, his face? What was his face? Was he like his face was equal parts disgust and confusion? Like he just like it's squinty eyes, mouth sort of like furled up. He's just like what? He was like trying to understand. <laughs> Did he say you know, what? What was the first words out of his mouth? It was just like okay, like I could see in his brain he was just. I was so like content with my answer that I was smiling and sort of like nodding after I said it. Like mm, again, my confidence. my answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I haven't gone, but I've had friends that have gone, and they seem to really enjoy it. To his question, which was, "How are your whiteboard?" He was like, "Because it's the thing that designers do." So he was just kind of like, "You know, are you ready to play with dry erase marker and, and draw things?" And that was my mm-hmm. answer. And and he was, I could tell in his mind, he was trying to place my answer with the question. He was, he yeah. was a good interviewer. He was like, he had very of like, uh, like maternal energy. He was like, "Let me like you go along with this." Yeah, draw out your knowledge, you know. And he was um. He was like generous with like his energy, it seemed. You know? Yeah, yeah. He was just, he was trying to work with it, but he was so, I could tell in his face, he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I can't, I, ha- I can't do anything with this. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so he just, he just said, okay. And then he moved on to the next question. And then I, my eyes dart over to the fucking dry erase marker that's in his hand that he was sort of like twirling around as he was like clicked when he moved on. Cause like, on he you. was pointing to the fucking whiteboard behind him and everything clicked into place and then i could feel the heat rushing to my face and he was i wasn't even listening to anything he said after that in my head i was like i want to leave i want to leave i I just want to i want to curl up and just (laughs) was so embarrassed needless to say so that that i heard nothing like you know like um when fireworks go off and you you can't really hear like you hear muffled voices that was what was happening to me when he moved on to the next question (laughs) like when somebody's about to pass yeah yeah like and everything becomes blurry (laughs) size of a heart attack And then that's how you got out of it. You pretended like you had a heart attack. Or I did. I can't remember. I'm I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. (laughs) Oh, no. So embarrassing. And then I did not get the the job. But uh, I learned an important life life lesson, which is listen carefully and don't just listen with your ears. Listen with your eyes. You know, (laughs) take in context. Oh, yeah, context cues, really good. <laughs> so you learned something amazing. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I'm I'm imagining you ten years ago, and like, yeah, you. I think you were just like trying to focus on too many things. You have to be so on. Like when we're mm-hmm. talking about being like on in an interview, it feels so long. You come out of there sweaty, and you're like, that was fucking twenty five minutes, and it felt like an hour. The best ones are where you make a point to actually be friendly with the person and not see them as somebody who's above you or who is in charge of your livelihood but really just like see this person as a potential Mm. friend right like it's not just a fit from uh, their side to see if they can like bring you in and that you're going to be evaluated but it's the other way around too people actually care about the experience that you leave them with it's not about like rattling off about how great your resume is yeah they want to know that you're not a fucking asshole or a sociopath Mm. so just be cool not too cool I don't know, like, too cool to admit that you don't know what a whiteboard is. That's too cool. I left my cigarette at home. I would have started smoking in the room. Cigars only. Cuban. I don't take my shades off, right? (laughs) Imagine. Yeah. No, thanks.
I've been hoarding these stories of people just acting really fucking weird or saying weird shit at work. Okay. And I, I think back and they're just like really peculiar characters. Okay. Yeah. So there was this one meeting that we had where it was just like a, a room full of, I want to say like 13, 15 people. Okay. And it's always like when somebody enters a meeting room late, I mean, you are, you're pretty much a focal point. Like you're, yes. you're, if you show up to a meeting late, it's okay. But like, don't make a fucking scene as you enter oh my gosh. because you will be like, you're just going to be judged extra hard. So oh, yes. this woman, this grown woman enters a meeting room and she's just like, she's, she's making a scene. See, so basically, she walks um, into the room. She's known for. Does she uh, burst into the room? Is there like a bursting? It's really not. Do the contents of her several bags like <laughs> spill out? Her commuter shoes definitely fall out. She's run, she's run from the TTC barefoot. I feel like she definitely does things on purpose. Like, okay, so she walks okay. into the room and she has she has just in her hand, not even in a fucking bag, just in her one hand, a large loaf of cinnamon bread. Ooh. A fucking loaf. It's not even pre-sliced. It's just a large loaf. She just walks in like 10 minutes late into the meet into the meeting, just walks in with a large fucking loaf of like it's like a cinnamon swirl with fucking raisins in it. Uh. She walks into the room and just is like eating it, like taking like bites out of the fucking bread loaf. Like no. not even like like slicing it, like just biting into it. Like an entire fucking loaf, like a dempster's no. size loaf. <laughs> She walks in the room, sits cross-legged on the floor at the back, and everyone's no. looking. And the whole time, I'm like, I have to. <laughs> You're so distracted. I, I'm so distracted. I just. I, Are I'm you like, presenting? Uh, yeah, I, I am. I, I'm, oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm set up to present. Like my 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 turn is coming. We're just going through like some administrative things, and then I see her in the back. Like my eye just wants to dart over and like look at her and. I, she's sitting on the floor cross-legged with a fucking large loaf of bread in her hand, just just taking big fucking bites out of it. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, this is, is it toasted? Oh, no, is it crunchy raw. or soft? It's it's like got a weird sponginess to it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's so fucking bizarre. And then this same grown fucking woman. Um, there's another meeting, so I feel like she, this is just her thing. Like she's okay. very like not messy. messy and chaotic and she's not very mm. like overtly saying pay attention to me but everything she's doing with her body and her spirit <laughs> and her energy is screaming it like constantly oh, oh so you're feeling like this person is purposefully like she needs to have attention on her yes mm. <laughs> okay i was just thinking she's silly she's a little late well she she no, is she is bounding oh, in with some bread <laughs> I don't know, whatever. What kind can... of child do you think this person was? Like, did they have friends? Were they an only child? I just, I, I feel like there is baggage. Oh, I no, I, I feel like there's maybe lack of baggage. Like, you know, children that were encouraged to do anything and everything without mm, people who weren't introduced free to shit. play. Yeah, like, <laughs> yes. One no of structure. I mean, I come from mm, homeschooled. Yes. <laughs> I grew up with parenting, which was very much like, don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass yourself. Like, um, oh, yeah. you know, be like, like watch yourself in public and like a shame I, upon our, <laughs> a shame upon our home. Yes. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of shame. Church. A lot of shame. Yeah. 
And so I'm like, this person didn't grow up with that. So they're very free spirited, right? Hence fucking showing up to a, a meeting late and then just eating a fucking loaf of bread, like without slicing it, just like tearing into your mouth. So she walks into another meeting and again, she, she was late and she, this is, okay, I'm going to paint this picture for you. She has a, like a saucer plate. And then on top of that, a bowl of ramen. And she's just walking into the room. Okay. She's like trying to be careful as she's walking to, and it's like, you oh, know, no. the fucking the bowl. Sort of like, you're stressed out. I'm so stressed out because I'm like sitting right by the door. I'm like, if this bitch fucking dumps that hot bowl of ramen on me, there's going to be blood. Like, and I'm, if it's a mismatched set, you know that the the saucer on top of the plate is like clack is making that like cl- it is. nervous clacking sound. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly she's wa- she's walking in like very. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She's like her shoulders are up to her ears, and she's like carrying it with both hands, like the the saucer plate, and like, just making her way into the. I'm like, oh my god, this happened fucking again. And it's hot too, so she's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then again, she sits in the back of the room, and every five minutes you hear <laughs> just this fucking annoying slurping. That's so it's like it's not it's not too loud, but it's it's quiet enough to be annoying. Like it's like insect in your ear level like it's like waiting in like a doctor's office where like the Mm. music is like so low but like not it's not low enough to be ignorable it's just like an insect in your fucking ear and then you eventually slept with her like this is the story of how a lot of people like meet their significant (laughs) other like they fucking hated them they're just like everything they did graded on me but you know and then we fell in love i saw Mm -hmm. i saw them in another light (laughs) <laughs> we humped it out. And now I'm going to be Mr. Dempster to this Wonder Woman. <laughs> Babe, I, I packed your lunch. It's just an entire loaf of bread. <laughs> Sourdough. Splattering her spirit everywhere. You're like, eh, Bull get it off me. Yeah. And so I have another story. This one comes yes. from, I have two that come from friends. Some stories that you're, you're, no. <laughs> I hate that show. Yeah. Rachel from Friends. Okay. You're such a Phoebe. I don't even, did you ever watch Friends? I did. My older cousin, who's a little bit older than me, she was so into it. And then, so I watched it as like a tween with, with her and my other cousin. And then I think just in the collective hive mind, we were told it was a good show because it was on for a really long time. But then looking back, I'm like, this, what the fuck? This show's boring. And these people are like lame. Every... I don't know, like, we didn't have good stuff back then I don't know. everybody has made me feel bad at some point not everybody but like a lot of people have made me feel bad about not having watched that show because there's so many inside jokes and and people that you're supposed yeah, to be yeah. able to relate to and mm-hmm. um i just i never hopped on that train it, it's funny um when i bought my place and i i was uh setting up for like a housewarming party one of my friends randomly says to me like you should like uh you should get some some stuff in here like maybe some uh friends memorabilia i'm like i've never watched friends like that's your favorite show why do you you have an extra like set of friends memorabilia she's having a yard sale that weekend and she's trying to get rid of shit (laughs) 
<laughs> and a women's size seven shoes. You should put that too. Yeah. Like, why are you pushing this on me? Like, and last random. season's last season's Chanel purse. I think you should have that too. Okay. Anyways, back to so so back to some other work stories. Mm. So one of my friends told me about this. Um, there are people in the workplace that obviously have English as a second language, and yeah. sometimes it shows up in in in, in moments and conversation. And okay, you know, I'm feeling defensive, not for myself, but because I don't like when people. I don't know. I don't like when people make fun of people who don't. Nobody's making. Fun. It's just okay. uh, awkward. Awkward things that arise. I'm just from saying, that. watch yourself. I <laughs> go ahead. I, I know. I, I listen. I I sympathize with people. I have immigrant parents. I I get it. Um, but this but. this was too funny. This was <laughs> too funny. So uh, my friend was telling me about this dude who I think he's from like Russia or something or just okay. Eastern European country. Yes. Yes. Bulgaria, Ukraine. So there's this woman. Um, that was at that workplace that uh, my friend was at and she was kind of running things. Her name was Giselle. And yes, basically he, in order for him to be friendly with people, he would kind of give them like shortened nicknames. Got and, it. and so, so he started to address her by jizz. Jizz. Got it. <laughs> so my friend's just reenacting this for me. And she's like, you know, whenever he needs something from her or like just would want to catch up with her, he'd just go up, tap her on the shoulder and be like, hey, Jizz, hey, Jizz, Jizz, hey, Jizz. No. And she's like, I could see this woman's face. Like just, she was, she, you know, she didn't want to, she she didn't want to tell him like, don't call me that because like, yeah. you want to be rude. Because she knows he doesn't know. <laughs> but her energy was screaming like, don't call me don't that. Don't embarrass but- me. <laughs> Don't fucking embarrass me. This is my place of work. Ages. <laughs> and whispering it really close to her ear. Like, how, like, is this harassment? Has anyone ever called you har? Oh, let me tell you. Like, Starbucks, I I, I think I've told this story again and again, but I, I think it warrants telling on this podcast. But Starbucks, I know they get everyone's name wrong. And maybe it's a part of a shtick that they that they have in their company. Of that course. They're- they're supposed to do or whatever right because it's, it's starbucks's yeah. thing but i had again another encounter with somebody that i assumed was esl and i could tell from her just just the way that she was speaking pretty sure that she had immigrated at some point in time right yeah she an accent yeah yeah what's your name i i gave my name and then mm-hmm. i receive my my cup and you know she kind of mumbles my name so i don't hear the way that she says it but when i get my starbucks cup it says hand job on it. H A N J O B. Hand job without the D. Ironically, without the D. Because <laughs> she's learning and she's drawing context from words that she's seen or spelled previously. Good job for her. Sure. You yeah. Know? I, you Your know. Your name isn't, isn't common. Yeah. 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 And- but yeah, again, mortified, but. <laughs> I did they yell out your name? No, 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 no. Your she, Starbucks name. No, no, no. She's just kind of like, could you imagine? Hand job? Yes, please, I'll take one. <laughs> I you know what? I, I I wasn't bitter about it. I I took that cup and I purposely like turned, you know where the the, the part where they like have, yeah. the, have the name written? I turned that out, yeah, carried it back into the fucking office, yeah. just strutting into the office. Like, look at this. Like no. I I I enjoyed that story for years to come. And and obviously like yes. I'm telling it now on the podcast. So you yes. know Yes. Hilarious. What do they say when it's like bad when you get like bad press? It's like uh, all press is good press. Own the conversation. 
that's what you did. You're just like, you know what? Somebody could have been like making fun of me. But you know what I mean? I'm gonna make fun of my fucking self. I did my own PR. <laughs> Look at this. You did. You pulled a um, like an Eminem. You know, like what are you gonna say about me? What are you gonna say about me? Like I'm proud. I hate Eminem. Let's talk about friendships that don't make sense. But maybe, <laughs> do you think that, okay, so let's take friendships where you're like, okay, politically or lifestyle, you know, not diminishing a person's existence, but like lifestyle wise, you're like, these two people shouldn't be friends. And have you had a friendship that you needed to kind of like bow out of? Cause like they were, there, there was kind of that, like, I can't ignore it anymore. This, this person that we're too different. And I have like our thoughts on life just don't um, mesh. Yeah, I think for me, they're very short lived. It's not like they're long friendships, obviously, because they're you recognize that they're hmm. not sustainable, right? So you, right. you opt out of them quickly. And I, the times where I've gotten into those friendships has been probably at like work or other like like friend social events where you click with somebody and then like yeah. because like you're at a party or you're 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 at a bar like you just end up having like a conversation with them and it's it's um it just seems like it's really great and that you're connecting in that moment but it's the atmosphere that that's mm. actually like maybe 50% responsible for that and then yeah. when you realize that politically we're completely you you're know, super right wing right <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to be in your uterus and <laughs> tell you what you can and can't do. <laughs> I need that. Yeah, that's what I need. How do you break up with a friend? Have you, has there been like official breakups where you both kind of mutually recognize it or, or is it like a, a ghost? I feel like initially it was, it was me ghosting, but I feel like in recent years I've become very confident and in control of like, just, mm. I think you need to let the person know. Let the person know, like, being honest, but also, like, if you, I don't like to ghost people when they try to come back mm -hmm. in. Like, you know, like, you'll have friends that, like, you ghost or they ghost you and then, like, you sort of drift apart and then somebody pulls the other person back in. Mm -hmm. I feel yeah. like if you give them a reason, it's kind of like, until you fucking address that reason, we're not going to click. So, okay, like, tell me how you would break up with me then. Would it be like a text thing? Would it be like you wait for like, you pull them aside at a, at a party? Like, how would you break up with me as like a friend? If like all of a sudden I'm like, you know what, Harjot? Like everything about you and the way you live, I hate it. Capital H, hate it. I wear t-shirts that show that I hate everything about you. And then we're hanging out at, with some mutual friends. Do you, do you pull me aside? Do you like, well, I'm wearing my shirt that says I hate all the things Harjot is about. You've told me through all your actions and what you're doing that you don't like me as a friend. I feel like the breakup is just kind of like. So you wouldn't. We... So if it was like so overt that oh, like, I'm like, so ridiculous, but, but I'm, but then I'm going to say you're just being sensitive and it's just like what I believe we can if still you're wearing, out. Let's, oh my God. If you're wearing t-shirts that say that are pretty much direct attacks. I on hate Harjot. Yeah, like, like it's a, it's wow, a, it's mixed messages. Face. It's mixed messages. Okay, no, no, okay, but okay, let me take it down from the extreme level of like, okay, it's not being extreme, but like, yeah, I'm at a mute. We're at a mutual party, and this probably happens where somebody you're like, oh, they're like triggering you with like the shit that they're saying or embarrassing. Like, and in the past, you just like, yeah, or you just like in the past, you've ignored. Um, me eating a whole loaf of bread at a party all the time and walking around barefoot and you're like okay in the past it's fine you can get by but now you're like okay I'm done 
<laughs> she's putting crumbs all over my place right next to my friend's memorabilia. What do you do? Oh my god. <laughs> crumbs all on your Joey like your Joey ceramic uh statues. What are you going to do? I would I would gift you the friend's memorabilia. <laughs> I would be like, I would, you know what? I would probably, if I'm keeping myself honest, I would probably have some passive aggressive actions that I start to to show you. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe coming over to your place and making a mess Mm. or, you know, just equally like trying to like match you until you recognize that like what I'm doing is almost. Ooh, Ooh, so you're trying to make me break up with you. Yes. Yes. That is shit. That is not you being a grown-up at all. I thought you said you're going to let me know that you hate my loaf-eating ways. You know, it depends on how close you are to somebody. Like, okay. if you're... That sounds like we have mutual friends and you see me at things. Is this a person who deserves to have the, the chat? Or is this just like somebody who you're just going to try to avoid? But but what you're saying is like you actually wouldn't tell me. I don't know. You know what? It depends on like the, you know, you have friends at different tiers. And I feel like it's what I've done before is like when somebody's disappointed me. Ooh, disappointed you. Ooh, that's heavy. Like, like I've just kind of left them with like a little like, I don't like it when people do this. Um, you know, it makes me feel like this, like I'll almost over amplify the disappointment because I know that I'm, I'm no longer interested in being friends. You've checked out. You're looking for a reason to break up with them. Yeah. You are not the grown up. You're being bad again. (laughs) Like I didn't use a coaster that one time. You're like, I, you know what? People who don't use coasters, I can't stand them. And you know what? They're probably bad to their parents and probably pollute. I hate them. It just goes to show. I can't stand the sight of them. <laughs> so you amplify it to that degree where you're like. I do. They, I, they do this one. <laughs> okay. I'm a terrible person is like the, the overarching theme with all this. And I, I don't think I am very direct. I, I, I think I grew up thinking that the more direct you are with people when you're discussing not work-related things but like uh more Mm. sensitive personable like um intimate things whether it's in a relationship or a friendship like you need to be careful you can't be rude or abrasive or direct that's off-putting behavior so what i'll do is like Mm. you know instead of maybe being direct with somebody i will just over amplify Mm. something that like really isn't a huge issue but maybe it's something that i've been looking for so that i can use that against the person is that emotional blackmail um, I don't know, a little bit, <laughs> but it's kind of like, well, this is it. <laughs> this is the, this is the 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 straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> this is the last time. I I would love to just like see that moment when you like kind of snap internally. I like I want to see like that moment <laughs> where something is like happening and it's like the smallest little thing <laughs> to everyone else, but like. You're just like burning with rage on the inside. And then how you um, expel it is nothing at all. (laughs) So you're like combusting. So I want to tell you this story, Mm -hmm. another story. Again, through a friend. This shit just fucking... When I hear something that's like so peculiar, so weird and awkward, I just fucking... 
I, I always keep these stories. So there, there was this one woman at work. She was, I, this, so this was during lunch. My friend was telling me that, first of all, it's weird to drink milk as an adult. I feel, I'm just going to put that out there. You can drink okay. it in the privacy of your own home, but I feel like drinking it in public at work is kind of weird. Like how, like from the carton, from a glass, from a mug? <laughs> it was poured from a carton into a glass. But hold on, it gets weirder. I'm just, I'm, I'm paying, yeah, theater of the mind. Got it. <laughs> so okay, glass. She, she takes this glass, she pours milk into it, but only halfway. And then she pours water into, okay, into a glass okay. of milk. Is her and, body tight? Is she like looking after her figure? Was this before Halo Top? Like I feel like oh. this would be the type of person. Like she counts calories for sure. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. But like I think it's just if when you see if I see an adult drink like a full glass of milk at work, I'm just like turned off. I don't Was know. she doing fractions? Like she took whole milk. Filled it up halfway and then put water to offset it. And so, okay, whatever. She, so she creates her fucking concoction. And it just literally looks like it, it rises as she adds water to it to look like a full glass of milk. And then she turns to my friend. She's just like, <laughs> she says, ah, the illusion of a full glass of milk. She counts calories. That's fucked. That's maybe, fucked. maybe she. I don't know. I don't think so. I. I she doesn't impress me. She just me. said the illusion of a full glass of milk. Why don't you just pour a whole fucking glass of milk? Or why do you? What would be the reason? Say I don't know what the reason is. Other other than she's like really neurotic about. Some people are just weird. They dance to the beat of their own drum or whatever the fuck the saying is. So she's always doing these weird quirky things. So she just she just says that, and then my friend had a really funny response. Not one that she said to her, but she's like, "David Blaine, watch out! She's coming for your <laughs> Las Vegas residency." <laughs> I was in tears because I'm like, I know this woman and she's always doing weird fucking shit. And the fact that she did that actually doesn't surprise me. Okay. And then she's also like, okay. she's known for like, you know, when you have a company wide town, town hall, she, like there, there, we have couches in the back for people to sit. Yes. So apparently she went to the, to one of the couches at the back and just like laid down spread out. Like she's just like starfished on the couch. Like just, just absolutely making herself at home. Just balancing a glass of milk on her stomach. Just a total mess. Fuck. I don't like her. And then like while somebody is presenting or having the town hall, you hear like, you know, the the gulping sound of somebody gulping like a thick liquid. You know, I, let me, let, as much as I make fun of these people and, and, and weird things, I aspire. I think a part of me really does like the fact that these people are confident and are free spirited and are able to do what they want to do. I think that's you just saying that so that people aren't <laughs> like, you fucking bitch. I know who the fuck you're talking about. That was Partially me. But I, but I do <laughs> wish to be that uninhibited. <laughs> Okay. Okay. There's nothing about you that says you have a desire to be uninhibited. I would never say that about you. Or if I was like, if I had, you know, wishes and like the genie was like, you can give one of them away. And I was like, okay, I'll give it to hard job. <laughs> what I wish for you to be. And you know what? You know what keeps him up at night? Loosen up. <laughs> he wants to. If you wish that for me, I would up. kill you. <laughs> I want to be that's a billionaire. So that's that's what you need to wish for. For anybody listening who has wishes that they're ready to give away, like my wishes for money, more money, I want to retire. That's it. 
I feel like I wanted to talk about how I sympathize with these strange, peculiar people at work, but I just ended up coming across as like pretty much a shitty person. Oh well. Good. <laughs> That's precisely like lean into it. There always needs to be a villain, you know. I, there, I think there is a saying that you're like the villain in somebody's story. I'm giving, I'm giving y'all a purpose for personal growth. Mm, I'm, yeah. I'm doing God's work, okay? Feedback. Appreciate me. <laughs> okay, so I'm getting hungry, um, so we should probably end this soon. What are you gonna eat? I don't know. I have to look through my fridge. You know exactly what you're gonna eat. You're just trying to be skinny. I'm, I'm gonna eat a single Tic Tac. I don't like going to bed with a full stomach because that I hear you. your, your body's just processing all that shit while you're sleeping and whatever. But like uh, guac and chips. Mm. These little containers of guac that I get from Costco and then I just take the fucking tortilla chips and 16 chips is enough to get that guac down and then I'm good. Dinner. <laughs> you count calories with a half a glass of milk, water, the rest. <laughs> I hate you. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.